0: hey this is jerome this is ginger and this is north Platte in a nutshell uh we are going to be doing something a little bit different with this episode and we wanted to get on and let people know uh what's happening so if you're watching it on youtube uh here in just a moment we're not going to be on camera anymore um if you're just listening to the audio there's going to be no change.
1: Yeah. you'll There'll be nothing. But if you watch it, like like a lot of people do, there's going to be nothing on the screen after this. Um, but we're doing this because we kind of want to, like Joram said, give you a heads up onto kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. um, and we kind of just want to be respectful, I guess, and just kind of say why we're doing this one.
0: Yeah. Um, what you are about to hear is an episode about the swinging lifestyle and we're not talking about playground equipment uh we are talking about wife swapping husband swapping that kind of stuff and part of this episode does talk about a little bit how it pertains to north platte um as you will hear in the podcast we mentioned this there's always that persistent rumor that certain events are used as swinger parties or that there's a big swinger community here so we reached out uh, did a little research, found a couple who was willing to come in and talk to us under the condition of anonymity. So we'll be using a fake name for them. Uh, Greg and Marcia Brady will be joining us here shortly on the, on the air. And uh, we also digitized their voices. So when you're listening, it is going to sound a little weird, um, but we did want to disguise their voices. There are sections where our voices may be digitized because we're talking over each other. Um, There are also sections that were edited out, uh, some at their request, others because um, the voices were just kind of crossing over each other and there was no way to really edit it and and you're not missing anything. I kept the meat of it uh, when we were doing the vocal, uh, the, the digitizing, so...
1: Uh, it's also important important to remember, like when we, you're listening to this, we are not uh, attacking them on any way. This no. is purely just a subculture that is definitely a part of our community. Um, they are a community within themselves. So that's why I say subculture. Um, and so it's just more about finding out about it uh, and learning a little bit more and hopefully maybe opening people's mind to uh, maybe what this, what this standard stigma is, is not necessarily what it actually is.
0: Right. And at the same time, we are not doing this as advocates for the lifestyle. We're not saying that everybody should be doing this. Um, Even our guests say it's not for everyone, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think was important for them to say. Yeah, Um, We are just doing this, again, because it is a subculture of our town. Uh, We are willing to talk to anybody about anything as long as it's not illegal or hurting anybody. Um, if you caught our most recent weekly episode, I said, you know, we talk to swingers. If you've got a church group that wants to talk to us, we're willing to listen to you as well. Absolutely. Uh, We are a
1: non-judgmental pair of people here. Right. Uh, To everybody we respect and that we are very respectful to them. I'm very thankful that they were able to sit down with us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Another little thing to let people know: If you are tuning in to this particular episode because you want to find out who in our community are swingers, you want to you want names, you want to be able to talk shit about somebody, you want to be able to point and laugh at someone because oh, I heard you're a swinger. You're not going to get that. No. In this episode. No,
1: we we did not want that. No. Uh, we are trying to protect everybody in that group, and particularly the two that sat down with us. And w- there was no way we were ever going to do that. Never. Plus, nor do we condone that in any circumstance within this community. If no. anything, it's we need to support each other, um, like you see with a lot of circumstances. But no matter what the topic is, we need to support each other
0: mm-hmm. and be
1: kind and friendly.
0: Right. Uh, also, if you are tuning in here uh, to hear gory details about their parties or what goes on in the lifestyle or basically if you're tuning into this to hear audio porn again you're in the wrong place um we don't go too deep into that i mean there it is adult content obviously uh and they do talk a little bit about um rules and how it works within the lifestyle and certain people like certain things and and that but you're not going to hear about i had three girls last weekend and it was off. no none of that uh again being respectful to them and uh respectful to the community uh the lifestyle community as well so yeah that's that's not something you're going to get here in this episode either yeah no. um so that being said again if you are interested in being on we do clearly cover controversial topics. We will also cover the vanilla topics. That's (laughs) a
1: reference once you get into the audio, you'll understand.
0: You'll understand. (laughs) Um, But if you have something you want to talk to us about, feel free to reach out to us. You can get us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, npnutshell. You can also email us npnutshell at gmail.com. So anything else to add before we jump into this? Adult content. Adult content. Um, A lot of our podcasts do have adult words, but this is definitely adult content. Don't
1: listen to it with the kids around. Maybe if you have
0: earbuds in, but. Right. Not at all. So, uh, anyway, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode. Again, the voices have been digitized. There are some moments where we're digitized, um, but just bear with it. There's some good information in here, and we hope you enjoy it. Hey, this is Jerome. This is Ginger. And this is North Platte in a Nutshell. And we are joined by Greg and Marsha, not their real names.
1: Nope, last name's (laughs) Brady too.
0: Yeah, their last name's Brady. (laughs) Their parents got married and just threw them together. and Yeah, Yeah. stuff happened. Um, But as you saw in the introduction, we are um, trying to protect the anonymity of our guests because of the subject matter we're about to talk about. Uh, So first off, Greg, Marsha, thank you both so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, let's just go ahead and jump right on into it. How long have you two been married? Six years. Six years. What got you into uh, this lifestyle? Is it something that you were doing before and you met?
2: Um, Well, when we first started dating, uh, he knew that I was bisexual. And so getting married wasn't going to change that fact. And so we started, um, I guess, initially looking for a girl to join in on things. And that's a lot harder than it sounds in our neighborhood of <laughs> North Black. um So swinging was just uh, the easier option. Um, couples are a lot more willing to share, I guess, and let their wife be involved if both people are involved. Um, so it worked really well for us. And that's kind of, yeah, how we
0: got started. So Ginger and I have done some research, uh, you know, before this podcast because we kind of wanted to know a little bit about it, not going completely blind. And like you said, finding somebody and it's so rare in the swinging or the lifestyle, mm-hmm. as it's called. Um, finding a single bisexual female that they're called unicorns because they're just so damn hard to find. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with, like, you know, just being a woman We're a little bit more emotionally attached, like, it's not just sex, where they feel they need that connection. And so, you know, sharing with another woman is a little bit more it's difficult. Certain, the say. sharing
3: part of things is a little bit more difficult for a woman. So Yeah, we're a
0: single woman, yeah. So what uh, what kind of because the the rumors that you hear, you know, some people hear uh, that there's a big swinging community in North Platte. There's a bunch of lifestyle people here. Uh, We've heard rumors that certain events are used as a not only as like fundraisers or whatever, but also as a swingers event. And um, I guess, is there any truth to that? Have you guys experienced that at all?
3: Well, I mean, we know for sure there are some closed groups, you know, within the city that you know we're not a part of, and that's an invitation-only type of thing. But as far as there is a fairly good-sized swinger community in North Platte, how
1: do you guys go about finding those? I mean, you said you have to be invited, but how do you kind of put it out there that? Sure. So we use uh, dating apps,
2: Tinder, uh, Okay, Cupid. Um, there's also lifestyle pages like Swinger Lifestyle. Um, what was the other? Cassidy.com is a big Cassidy one in our. A huge yeah, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: Um, that's more in our area because it's based out of Denver. Um, so that's a place to put yourself out there and meet people that are around you. And then there's always events held. Um, we've actually held house parties multiple times, and you just match up with people and get connected. Um, I know that like Kick is a good place to throw um the kick app and Mm -hmm. um throw those people into so they can kind of meet each other beforehand um get a name to a face before people show up and yeah we kind of use that as a basis
1: so when you guys go into these parties are there any rules that go along with it
2: oh yeah (laughs) definitely rules um i mean there is drinking there's uh, no drugs i mean um condoms
3: (laughs) yeah we usually try and keep a cleaner party if we're gonna go you know yeah with no drugs type of thing
2: and i mean every obviously you can't just tell everybody it's you know if whoever's invited that's all that knows like right. you can't just invite right. other people along with you and um obviously age appropriate yeah. also yeah.
3: <laughs> but i think there's a lot more rules that go like between couples more than just as the a group party. goes yeah
1: and that brings something up that i was going to ask you guys because the more that we did research the more that i find is that each couple has to have the rules when you guys went into this did you have rules in the beginning or did you guys kind of go in it with eyes wide open in a sense of we'll get in it and then it was like oh shit, we probably should have some rules because i really didn't like this aspect
2: uh when we first started talking about like actually swinging um (laughs) <laughs> we were kind of oblivious to what was going to happen. So we mm. did make up rules. And then afterwards we we're like, Oh man, we, we kind of went into it
3: with too many rules. I too
2: many rules. Yeah. We're like, you can't, I don't want to see you kissing another girl or, you know, like <laughs> condoms every single time. I want to see what the action, like we have to be next to each other. There's no separate room play. And we learned right away that, I mean, it's hard to not kiss somebody mm-hmm. when you're doing, you yeah, know, when tough. you're naked with them. Um, and then the same room thing, like I know couples are very different with that rule, but we like to be in separate rooms because we're distracted by each other. <laughs> we're, in, we're in the same room. So we find that we have a lot more fun separately. Yeah. So those rules got changed right away. Like right off the bat, the first time we ever did anything, we're like, well,
0: yeah, that's kind of weird. That. <laughs> so going into this, uh, like you were saying, the rules, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, And and I don't know if mentor is the right word or anything, Uh, but this is something that obviously a lot of people um, don't know about, or they don't take part in, or they don't understand. Sure. Sure. Uh, And then maybe they decide to go ahead and do that. Did you have other couples or other people say give you any advice? Tell you, hey, this is this is what you should be doing. This is what you should, or like, you know, hey, don't do that.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of our. Original friends when we got this started, a lot of them were a lot older than us. So Swingin's a lot more an older couples game, I guess you could say. So mm-hmm. I can see
1: that because I've seen that in some of the places that we've done our research. That it is definitely an older demographic.
3: It was nice to have those people with a little bit more experience. Yeah, we could bounce questions off of. We can chat with and. Yeah,
2: actually met them um, at a lifestyle event in Denver. Um, called exotica i don't know if you guys found that in your research but (laughs) it's like a hotel takeover and they do um lifestyle seminars throughout the whole day and then at night is when all the swinging events happen
3: but during the day it's a lot more porn focused (laughs) probably 50 60 porn stars you can meet and And they have a lot of like
2: fetish stuff and um you know like each individual aspect of the lifestyle broken down and that you can go have seminars and ask questions about different things and yeah. but we met um our mentors I guess you would say at that event and yeah they were probably in their 50s yeah most of yep. them yep. that taught us a lot about yeah being fluid with our rules and how you meet people and um just being honest with each other from the very beginning about exactly what we want and yeah, they taught us a lot.
0: So with you two being married, obviously, um, have you found that this has been a good thing for your marriage or has there been challenges to your marriage because of this?
3: I would say yes to both. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's helped us be a lot more um, open with each other about what we want, our desires. Um, but also there are some challenges you know, some expectations that come along with swinging that you don't really understand until you start, right. you know, you get into it. So there has been some some jealousy issues and,
4: you know. Yeah,
2: and I always tell people with the whole jealous thing, like, because there's always going to be someone that's hotter, you know, or more attractive or you think does things better. But I feel like we, us being... Jealous is a healthy thing, because that means we still want each other, we're still attracted to each other, still care about each other, and any time that we do a swinging event or we're with someone else, we always want each other more afterwards, so Mm -hmm. it builds our connection. We always want each other way more afterwards, so so it definitely
1: brings us in closer. That's not, I've heard that from other people too, is that (coughs) they want each other more, and they say that actually the reconnection sex is actually even better. Mm,
0: Yes yes the you know the lifestyle that you're in um sounds like a lot of fun obviously you know for some people mm-hmm. uh, but have you ever thought about stepping away from it or have you ever talked about that
1: or have you ever stepped away from it and then came back to it
2: yeah i think when we are trying to have a baby i mean it, you know that kind of steps in the way of <laughs> yeah
3: you kind of don't people. want anyone else in the mix you know when you're Trying right, to do trying that. to yeah. get pregnant. So,
2: <laughs> I think that is really the only time we've yeah. stepped away. Yeah.
3: yeah, we've talked about it, and I mean, you know, either one of us—if one of us decides, you know, we don't want this anymore—we're good with just stepping back away from it. You know,
2: that it would never be like a fight for to stay in. That right. If one said we're done, then we're just done.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like having open and honest communication throughout all of it is key. Yep. Yes.
1: yes. Very Past much so. Yep. Do you find that your communication is probably better than maybe people who don't involve themselves in the lifestyle because of this? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a very big yes, because I feel like we've actually lost a lot of friends that have found out about our lifestyle. And, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the ones that have the worst marriages.
4: Wow.
1: That is fascinating in and of itself, because I don't think... Personally, for me, but granted, I'm a very non-judgmental person in the sense of like if I found out or if my friends decided to tell me and trust me with that information, I don't think it would ever like push them away.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So I find that fairly interesting that that happened. Why did they say that they that you that they just just drifted apart? I guess. No,
2: I mean they just had a problem. Well, <laughs> for one thing, they're very
1: churchy people.
2: Wow. so that has a lot to do with it. There you go. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, they're not angels either. I mean, you know, they, by any means. But there's a lot of judgment when it comes to our lifestyle. And we weren't throwing it in their face. We weren't, you know, telling them about everything that happens at parties. They just found out and decided that we were no longer friends. and,
3: And it was weird because we were in the lifestyle the whole time we were friends. You know, and nothing about our friendship changed. Right. It was just the information was just too much to handle, just not what they were okay with, I guess. So.
1: So that brings up another question that I've had often is you're on these apps. You are on these different pages. What happens if you find somebody who is on the page that is in the community and you end up running into them? What do you guys do then? Do you guys acknowledge it? Do you guys, like, how do you handle that? Like, it's a clear, like, oh, I know where I've seen you.
3: Right, right. Well, I mean, I guess I haven't ran into too many people that I've seen.
1: Well, I mean, we, I
2: always acknowledge someone and say hi. It's not like we're going to talk about, like, hey, nice panties last night. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> we're not going to do that in the middle of Walmart. Um, but there has been a situation, especially, like, when we first started um, with that one couple from the community. Um, very high-profile positions yeah. in the community. And so, they were very clear about not wanting anybody to know about the lifestyle, which is fine. Mm. We just, you know, keep everything behind closed doors. So,
0: See, and I think the interesting thing that I found doing some of the research that I've done and looking into it is, it, kind of like you're describing, it's almost as if, if you have a lifestyle community, it actually becomes a community because... There's such a stigma on it that, like you said, other people um have stopped being friends with you so it's almost as if like well these are people are going to be our friends because nobody else will be our friend you know
1: well, i think it, i don't know this is me speculating <laughs> it's a matter of trust too like you're trusting these people with a lot of information about yourself mm-hmm.
3: very true
2: yeah and like those people we got to know them really well like our kids would go to the same babysitter and we'd go out to eat
3: then you know we'd we, like, we... go to
0: a movie and
3: yeah and sometimes it wasn't at all about the lifestyle sometimes we just go get a beer you know hang out have dinner that was it so you know it turned into a lot more than we were
0: expecting i guess at first so
2: but i mean we enjoyed it we still yeah, enjoy yeah. it. it's very nice yeah
0: so as you said um yeah and again we're not naming names calling anybody out being specific but you said that uh you know prominent members of the community that kind of thing in your experiences with uh the lifestyle and including north platte do you find it is more leaning towards prominent people or is it just anybody i mean what have you found to be like because just trying to understand is there like a a socioeconomic barrier there does it tend to be more successful so to speak people or is it just really anybody
3: it's been a pretty good mix i think that we've found
2: yeah i think it's a very good mix but like as you say, like, more prominent people. Um, I would say, like, you get the better group. I know that's kind of bad to say, but, like, the lower economical people aren't going to go get checked every week. You know, they're a little bit more lax on what's allowed and how, you know, things are gone about where, if the more prominent group, they're very strict, they're very clean, they're very, this is how things are done.
0: Well, and, I mean... They also have to be more careful and more discreet. True.
2: Yeah, we actually went on a lifestyle cruise two years ago, and they did a survey of like people that were involved, what their jobs were, and like ninety percent of them were doctors, teachers, and realtors.
0: Wow! Really? Yeah. That's interesting.
3: That is a very interesting. We met a lot of realtors. A lot.
1: (laughs) Empty
4: houses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess.
0: Well, and that's something else, too, because like Ginger said, you know, not, not being a judgmental person, it wouldn't bother me. I mean, if I found out I had friends in the lifestyle, I'd be doing what I'm doing now. I'd just be asking questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah.
2: that, that's what we like. We much rather people just ask us questions and be curious instead of judgmental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're always sure. open to just answering.
0: Well, questions. and that's what I guess the the way I look at it is I don't care what you're doing in your bedroom. Yeah. You know? Right. Um. Can you, you know, sell me a house? Can you make sure that my bank balance is correct? Can you, and you know, that's what matters to me. Are you a good mm-hmm. friend? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, so do you find that, it, I mean, it's got to be really stressful when you have friends that are like normal, so to speak. We the call f- them vanillas. Vanillas, right. I was, yeah, right. was going to say Vanillas. <laughs> it's got to be really stressful when you find out when your fr- vanilla friends find out right because you're worried about like what they're gonna say what they're gonna do yeah what the reaction will be yeah have you had any that have found out and been like oh whatever mm, it's cool
2: yeah we have a few that are like that and we really enjoy that they are curious and ask questions there's just a, a much more stigma than there is. Yeah people like that that are just okay with it around here well that's like we love going to denver or omaha we're right in the middle of the both zones that are so yeah. nice to go to um just because there's so much more open-minded there about everything mm-hmm. and so throwing the lifestyle and they're like oh yeah that's just another thing <laughs> yeah
1: yep. there's a couple in denver who actually does um education on this exact thing mm-hmm. at the library in denver nice. i
0: believe it yeah, yeah. that's cool
1: I mean, and they're really, really into the education aspect of it. Yeah. I think they're involved in the exotica. Oh,
0: nice. Cool. But I think it's interesting, too. Like you said, the, and it, maybe it's just the region that we live in, small town, farming community, or uh, that people just kind of have that opinion of, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. Right. So what would you say to those people who might say to you, this is just cheating with extra steps? You know what I mean? Like, this is just, what would you say? To those folks
2: well i consider cheating to be lying <laughs> and hiding things and not um being open and i don't think cheating has a lot to do with just sex either i think right. you that's know it's being sure. deceitful and not um telling your spouse or your partner what you need and so that's very different than what we're doing you know we're very honest about what we want in bed and out of bed and I think it's very different than cheating.
1: That's a really good way to put it, I Mm -hmm. think. I think especially like in this day and age where we do have all the social media apps, Mm -hmm. I mean, you really do have to drill down on exactly what you think is cheating.
3: Right, yeah, because everybody's definition is different. Exactly. And so, I mean, there's some people that, you know, you're never going to convince. So, I mean, at some point you just kind of have to be okay with the fact that some people are just never going to, never going to see your point of view on things so
2: yeah and in our situation like if he was to tell me see someone out at the bar and he, like, he was attracted to he's just going to tell me you're like and then I'm going to encourage him like go ahead on her like <laughs> s- go for it you know like so I feel like that takes the aspect of cheating way out of it I don't ever have to worry or be scared that he's going to leave me or because I'm there to encourage that
1: that. but that is actually mind-blowing if you think about that because so many times it's like oh you, you can't go do that because like no you're like dude go. No. that's mind-blowing if you think about that
3: all right catch her checking out the same girl that i was checking out that's always fun <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's happened that happen. more <laughs> than <laughs> a, lot. a few times yeah yeah <laughs> So when you're out and about, like you said, you know, you may find somebody that you is attractive and, and those kinds of things. And obviously, you don't want to just spring it on somebody. Um, you know what I mean? You don't want to just walk up and go, hi, listen, we have a proposition. <laughs> um,
2: Sometimes you got to be brave and do that, but not very yeah. often. <laughs> it's
0: not. I know that they're, again, doing some research. I know that there are certain small, subtle clues that you can look for right. when yep. out and about. Yep. How often do you see? And I don't want to give away too many of the subtle clues because I don't want people going out there like looking for these things. Um, What
4: (laughs) subtle clues? Like
1: when you came to my house, you're like ginger. (laughs) No, right? I just
0: realized realized in my in my bedroom my lamps. Yeah, I was I was looking at them the other day. I'm like, holy shit!
1: Are they pineapples? Yes. Pineapple diffuser. My mousepad has pineapples all over it. Yeah. Sucks. So usually,
2: if they're upside down.
0: <laughs> yeah, upside down. pineapple. Upside. No, it's okay.
2: Um, and I don't. I think we can. We can talk about it. It's fine because if yeah. if people are out and about with these subtle things, they're open to talk about it. So
0: yeah. I don't okay. think that Let we need to. letting people know that hey, this is what's going on. But at the same time, clearly they're also very common things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So just because you see somebody out there wearing like a pineapple t shirt or Don't just go accusing somebody. Exactly, (laughs) because they could just be dressed up because it's summertime and they're wearing a pineapple t shirt. Or my pineapple lamps in my bedroom. Or my
1: pineapple diffuser. Exactly. (laughs) And my mouse pad. That actually does have upside down ones. (laughs) (laughs) The other
2: one that we have actually done before and see a lot of is the black ring on the opposite hand. If both people are wearing, that's kind of an invitation that they
0: are swingers also. But not on the middle finger, correct? No, we
2: just um, on the opposite hand of our wedding bands.
0: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But again, some people just like to wear black rings. So don't.
1: Don't assume. Don't assume. We'll just have pineapple
4: stuff everywhere. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All right.
0: But, yeah, I, I had seen the pineapple and the upside down and the black rings. Um, are there any other ways to, uh, for lack of a better term, spot a swinger in the wild?
1: <laughs> That's a good
2: start. Um I know that there is one. I haven't seen it a whole lot, I guess, but the, like, the dang dangly Ingl- 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 yep, yeah. is kind of an open invitation that my wife mm. is available. Hmm. So.
4: <laughs>
3: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but see, that's not—that's fine.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs>
0: okay. We're gonna be rethinking our wardrobe. <laughs> and everything after this. A right. What
1: vibe am I sending that I'm not even know I'm sending? <laughs> but that's really all that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. the primary. Yeah. those the are brings. the big ones. Yeah. So individually, how do you think this has benefited you? Not as a couple, but individually.
3: I think it's—it's it's opened my eyes a lot more of you know what I want. Sexually, I guess you would say. Um, A lot of people, you know, that you're with do things differently. And they do... Sometimes they do things more, I guess, what would you say? Easily. More easily to convince (laughs) than others. So it's just been... It's opened me up, I guess, as far as just things that I want. Things that I know that maybe I can try that she's maybe not into. So...
2: I guess I would say just... Like, fully satisfied. Like, who can say that, honestly? You know, that, like, every aspect is, like, from our marriage through sex is, like, I'm not ever looking for anything because the options are always there. It's really nice.
0: <laughs> and it also sounds like it's a, that's obviously a benefit to the marriage, as you had talked about earlier, Marsha, about um, the, not having to worry about him finding a girl at the bar attractive and talking to her behind your back.
2: And I think like a lot of the times, like with porn addictions too, like that goes into that. Like we'll watch porn together to get us warmed up, or like when we have had swinger parties before, we put it on in the background. Hmm. You know, like hey, she send
3: me stuff at work. I was like, dude, I can't, I can't watch this here. <laughs> Thanks, but
2: I mean, that's a big issue. For people and I think that you know that's just another aspect that we're open and honest about and it's part of our life and we don't have to hide it and
1: so being open and honest I mean how do you explain this you said that you have a kid are you gonna explain this to her or this your child or anything like how are you going to broach that subject with them
2: yeah I think eventually we will if she starts asking questions um, she's pretty young right now, so we don't have to worry about it yet because she's never around when anything happens. Um, but yeah, I feel like we don't need to lie to her about anything. No, so eventually we will.
3: Yeah, not gonna lie to her, but maybe not oh, just the like right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. right. Because yeah.
1: every twelve-year-old wants to know that about their parents. Right? <laughs> yeah, no,
3: no.
2: Yeah, we've actually attended classes on that, like at the exotic thing. Um, they teach classes about. Um, they're actually a husband wife porn star duo and they had several kids together and they talked about like how they discuss things with them and it, we've learned a lot. So yeah. we're prepared yeah. for when that day comes, but we have a while. So.
0: Right. And I think it's interesting that there's so many, as you've mentioned before and, and again, in the research we've done, uh, cause they, there was just a big event, I think in Omaha, uh, they have seminars, they have classes they teach other things as well. Um, But because of the social taboo and the social stigma on it, it sounds like if you're going to get into this lifestyle, you get a very good education on how to live the lifestyle Mm -hmm. so that you can kind of, uh, do you find that it helps to erase the stigma or do you find that it helps to put you at ease with it? Because again, it is something that most of society is like, you shouldn't be doing this. I think it helps us put us puts us at ease, I guess, more. I mean
2: they're always gonna be learning about stuff too. Like we are always just this morning I learned what a kitchen table relationship was and I'd never heard that term before. And so <laughs> and we I mean you're always learning about new things in the lifestyle. So what is it? Good. what's a kitchen table? Um it's about like <laughs> let's see if I word it right. Having it like if I have a boyfriend. Um, so this is beyond swinging, I guess, but this is another aspect, um, and him and my spouse are comfortable sitting at the kitchen table having a conversation. So it's beyond just like I, we're separately Mm -hmm. (laughs) involved. It's where both partners are okay spending normal lifetime together.
0: That is interesting. We learned something today. We are learning a lot today, actually. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, pretty
1: much
2: so. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of different train tracks down the lifestyle. I mean, there's so many different ways of how people do things and...
3: Terms and different... different terms, terms. Yeah, and... It's crazy once you get started.
2: There's always things to learn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so did you, when you uh, initially discussed this, decided you were going to try it... Was it a relief to find out that there were, and I don't know how many, I don't have statistics or anything, um, but it seems like it is actually more common than people realize uh, because it is so under the surface and people do a good job of hiding it. Um, but was it a relief to find out like there, there's a lot of people doing this and, and did you feel less awkward, less weird, less bad about it when you found that out? Yeah. I would say Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry, this no, that's not a good discussion, Question. but yeah,
1: yeah. I have to think that far back. I mean, it's six years ago. That
3: <laughs> yeah, was
1: Did you guys start this, like, when you got married, or
3: was it when you were actually dating, too? We talked about it when we were dating. Um, and we took a little bit of time after we got married to, you know... Just BS. Right, yeah. <laughs> you no,
0: know, we that started was pretty, short. It
3: was pretty shortly after that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't hard. It's not like we had to, like, knock on doors to find people. It was pretty easy to just get on an app and find a lot of people in the community so I would say right away I mean we probably knew 50 to 100 people in North Platte that were swingers so
0: and again not naming names not uh, you know is there anybody that have that you've gone to a party or you've hosted a party or you you see on an app or whatever that you've looked at and went really (laughs) (laughs) like fucking really (laughs) you know
2: I mean, maybe a little bit.
3: I think maybe after getting to know them, you know, outside of the lifestyle, you know, like after, like when we become friends and stuff, then it's kind of funny to see the two sides of them right. together.
0: But, um, because it is almost like you have to live a dual life. So you, I mean, you present Bruce Wayne to the world and then. You know, and, and maybe you do dress as Batman. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like you have to be, you know, that's that weird dichotomy. But it's it's still the same person, right? Right. Just but it's another dual layer. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I don't think there's anything like crazy shocking though that were like,
0: because uh, that was the most interesting thing doing uh, doing the research I did, and then be and having to really dig deep to find people. In this area because as you've said Marsha that bigger cities you you know it's easier it's really to find easy, yeah. Uh, yeah, more people in Lincoln more people in Omaha all that um, but being able to find people here within this community and a lot of people may think uh, if you're in the swinging lifestyle you're covered in tattoos and piercings and you're <laughs> drug addict and all those things um, but looking through and, and other people's pictures too not just here but especially you two uh, finding you guys I'm looking and it's like if if you didn't know any better you're just a normal ass midwestern couple <laughs>
2: right yep.
0: you know you pay your bills on time you go to the store you, you know you fill your tank with gas and and you PTA bake sale exactly. yep. not saying that that's what you're into but that i mean that's that's the and the, and it's across the board so much i mean there are some of those people that for lack of a better term you would think are freaks right yeah always yeah. but for the most part it's just normal average everyday looking people um, you start doing a little bit of digging and it's like oh this person works with you know animals this person's a doctor this one yeah. this one's a pastor this you one's know a realtor right yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: and that's why we have a hard time with people that have a hard time with our lifestyles it's because we are normal people and it's not <laughs> like we're gonna give you a disease and you're gonna catch you know you're gonna catch you just the lifestyle a just from <laughs> <Yeah. hanging out.
4: laughs>
2: it's not like we 're trying to you know a lot of people think that we 're just sleeping with everybody you know this is that we 're going to try and steal everybody 's spouse you know or that we 're trying to be home wreckers or you know yeah. that's not what this is we 're actually very picky who we sleep with yeah. and so um, that 's not it at all <laughs> yeah. that's a one of the big stigmas
0: yeah I've, uh, again in the research you find that a lot of people. Uh, especially if they're new to the lifestyle, go to these events just to meet people, not necessarily even to take part, just to meet people, get, get sure to know people. people. <laughs> I mean, you really have to build a relationship before, yep. Yep. That, which I found the most, because again, the stigma, the outside looking in, you think it's just about fucking. right? <laughs> that, that's all these people are doing. Yep. They're just getting together and banging. But really there is, again, a community where you do get to know people. You have to get to know them and there has to be some kind of attraction there too. Right. So Very true, very true.
1: The support that you, Mm -hmm. that you see within the community is interesting too. Um, and interesting is not the right word. I would say it's refreshing to see because what we have seen is that this community is far more supportive than what you would a lot of times find in probably your everyday, what we're going to call normal. Vanilla. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
3: because there is. There is a whole lot less judgment, you know, with every aspect, not just the swinging side of things, that our, this community is very accepting of different people, different
0: lifestyles, different, mm-hmm. different everything. Well, and I've seen uh, also, you know, acceptance of different, different body types. Ages, you know, there's no... It, it seems like there's really no ageism, sizism, any of that. It's just welcome to the lifestyle. Yeah.
4: Well,
2: I mean, and there's definitely, like unspoken rules that are nice though too like no is no you know like everybody there's you never have to worry about someone being disrespectful which is nice because everyone just knows the rules and how it it is and everyone accepts that and it's nice to not ever have to worry about things going wrong
1: or so you say the rules the standard rules obviously no means no but what other rules are there
3: some things are discussed like when the meet is being put together or you know when the group of people that are coming or has been established you know sometimes it'll be you know you need to even ask talk to the other spouse before things get initiated sometimes you need to you know ask permission is it okay to do certain things like as you go along it sounds kind of awkward but i mean it's it's refreshing to know
0: everybody knows you're gonna ask those questions everybody's prepared
2: so, like, we've met certain couples where, like, um, vaginal sex wasn't allowed. Like, she would only do oral or anal, and that was it. So, like, you, I mean, you kind of need to know that mm-hmm. going yeah. into things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, like, condoms, that's always a big question, and STD checks are huge. Yep. So
1: That's one thing I've actually, <clears throat> when you mentioned it earlier, that's one thing I didn't even think of. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably because I've been married for a really long time. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> But, like, how often does that come up like every single time, no matter what, is it a consistent thing with every partner? if you have the same partner multiple times, is it still an issue?
2: Um, I think everyone's different. Like we will get take turns getting tested because obviously we're sleeping with each other, so we're gonna have the same results. Um, but if we introduce new partners, we always get tested. so
3: and we always ask them and we always for what it's them. worth I mean for the most part, you like to think you know you get to know somebody and trust them before things happen but yeah, right. Just you that. just have to. Yeah, you just have to get tested.
0: Yeah, and that makes total sense too. I mean, I don't think anybody, whether you agree with the lifestyle or not, would would say that's a bad thing. And that that's makes-
2: just another normal thing about the lifestyle. People just do it because we're respectful of that, and obviously, it's a big thing. So you don't
3: want to be that guy or that girl that's, you know, carrying, you know, a disease
0: or, you know so right yeah you don't want to be patient zero
4: Right, <laughs> right.
0: wow I, I mean Greg and Marsha you guys are <laughs> the Brady's um, I mean it's just it, it's really eye-opening and it's it been very educational talking to both of you about this again uh, thank you so much for you know your bravery to come on to be able to talk Again, if anybody's listening, you're like, they don't sound right. We digitize. <laughs> there, there's going to be cuts in there and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, things are going to sound different. Yeah. Things are going to sound a little bit different on this one. And, and after listening, I, I hope you folks out there understand why. Um, so, if anybody, what advice would you have for anyone listening who's thinking about getting in the lifestyle, um, you know, whether they're single, married, dating, whatever? What advice would you give them?
3: My biggest thing that I really wanted to make sure that we said was, you know, this lifestyle, it's not going to be a fix. It's not going to be like if you're having relationship issues, if you're having marriage problems, bringing somebody else or another couple in is never going to solve, you know, your issues. You need to have...
2: A solid foundation. Yeah.
3: the foundation needs to be there before, you know, you try to venture out and do more. So...
2: Yeah, that was mine too. Yeah. Everybody always thinks that uh, like a cheating spouse, you know, well maybe we should just open our marriage up and that'll fix everything. Yeah, that's, and and that's this not going to be that way. <laughs> you have to be good first before you open your marriage to other people.
3: Yeah, a lot of people think that well oh, you're swinging there must be something wrong in your marriage. Well, it's the exact opposite. That there's no, there's nothing that was wrong that led us down this path so
2: it's just fun and another thing we enjoy together
0: yeah and I think some people also need to realize that not everybody's built the same yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so for some people 50 years of monogamy is what is right for them yeah and we totally
2: understand that and that we have nothing against that but yeah we need that outlet together and I'm glad that we have that
0: well, hopefully this is, because uh, I know some people are, especially with the title of this, some folks are probably going to tune in and, and
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> recommend, it to <laughs> recommend it to some friends. Uh.
1: I'm really hoping the taboo of this whole thing is maybe kind of shed
0: a little bit. That's what I was going to say. Hopefully people who are listening to this uh, realize that this isn't as bad as maybe their their pastors or mom or grandpa <laughs> told them it is.
1: No, if anything, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Because these two are probably stronger in their marriage and relationship than probably fifty percent. I'm gonna say fifty, probably a hell of a lot more than that. Then fifty to eighty percent of the mass population.
0: Well and like what is it, fifty percent or maybe I maybe now it's more, I haven't looked. Not that I wanna look and find <laughs> out the statistic. Um but like fifty percent of d- marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. Not, and again, like Greg said, not saying that doing this will, you know, if you have issues, go see a counselor or whatever. But, I mean, it's I, I it would be interesting to see the divorce rate between vanilla folks and swingers. It would be- yeah. Yeah,
4: that would be fascinating. I would love to see that. see that.
0: That
3: would be a fascinating statistic. And a lot of times, like what we've seen, like swinger friends that did get a divorce... It had nothing to do with the lifestyle. It was a you know it was something else in the in the relationship that just didn't fit. So it would be interesting. Yeah, it would be very interesting to
0: see. What if
1: they ask that question? I wonder if there's a way to actually get that data.
0: I'm sure there's a way to Google it. I'm not <laughs> going to do that right now. <laughs> but
1: you'll be getting weird shit coming up on your ads, <laughs> right? I know, we get crazy <laughs> stuff on ours all, True. all the time. True.
2: I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and our Facebook pops up all the time. We're like, where did this come
4: from? <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, it would be an interesting statistic. And like you said, it had nothing to do with the lifestyle. It's just, it, it, it and it seems, and it doesn't even seem to be. It's just the, again, hoping to shed light on, on this lifestyle and how people live it. Um, these are just normal relationships. They just so happen to have sex differently than you're having sex. Yeah. Right. And again, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care who you're fucking. Just can you make my sandwich? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't tell me about it while you're making my sandwich. <laughs> and if you do, wash your fucking hands. Yes. But you know, and that's. I think that hopefully people realize that you're normal people. Yeah. 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 You just like to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Ginger, anything else?
1: No, they've answered. Did, they,
2: did you My get questions. all your questions?
0: Uh, I, think <laughs> I don't got-
2: remember everything. I actually was rolling through
1: them, yeah. Okay. good. Good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. good. Right,
0: good. good. And do you, uh, Greg, Marsha, have anything else you'd like to
1: add? What are your greatest think- hopes from doing this? Th- this podcast, I mean. Not- yeah, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: should <Well>,
1: <laughs> We hope to have
4: lots of sex, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keep on going. Now, um, yeah, I just think education... For people that have questions and, you know, not just assume that what they have in their mind is what we actually are, because it's probably wrong. (laughs)
3: Yeah, just to,
0: yeah, clear some of the stigma was what the hope was, so. All right, so if anybody out there meets anybody who's in the lifestyle, put your fucking torch and your pitchfork down. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Because Greg and Marsha, I, I can tell. I mean, this is the first time we've met. We talked on Facebook. Uh, Marsha and I have, but this is the first time I've met them. And you, I mean, they seem like very nice people. So,
2: yes.
0: And they're not here. They're not going to give you the swinger. We're
2: not trying to convert you. <laughs> <laughs> nope, none
4: of that. <laughs> so, what you're basically saying is like, Mormons are more annoying than swingers. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> they'll come to your door yep. and knock on it. Swingers aren't gonna do that. No,
2: no. unless you have an upside pineapple out front, then we might.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be the like, only knocks. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> lines. People who know what that means.
4: Yep. I could just imagine swinger missionaries showing up. It's like, have, have you heard about the upside down pineapple? <laughs> Like well, I I like pineapple. Come
2: right. in. Let's sure talk about in. it.
4: Do you have a moment to talk about black rings? Okay. I guess. We haven't worn ours for a while. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, Greg and Marsha Brady. Thank you. <laughs> Not it, their real names worked. again. Yeah. I, I I wonder how many people still th- like are Google
0: on Facebook right now, like Greg and Marsha Brady, or are they? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Uh, in North Platte, yeah, in North Platt, yeah. yeah,
0: not their real names. Um, thank you both so much for taking your time to come in, talk to us, uh, educate the public, and uh, just have a really good conversation about the topic that, again, is is very touchy. Um, but we do appreciate your time and, and you being willing to do that. Thank you both so much. Yeah. You're You're welcome. Thanks for having us. All right, so that's been North Platte. North Platte, what? <laughs> North Platte in a nutshell. Yeah. I've been Jerome.
1: I'm Ginger. And
0: if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at North Platinum Nutshell. You can find us on Instagram, NP Nutshell, Or you can email us at NPNutshell at gmail.com. All right. So until our next episode, which is going to, I mean, by it's all... It's
1: going to not be very entertaining compared to this one, probably. <laughs>
0: right? We're going to be like, and now we're talking, to, and no, no offense to them, I do want to talk to them, but it's like, now we're talking to the owner of... Whatever business about their business. <laughs> and the whole time we'll be in there like look for the upside down. Package. Did they did you see the did black she have her ankle at him? Yeah.
4: <laughs> We we must know. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking for it just so I can be like, huh? Eh. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just walking up to somebody I know sinner. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that.
0: I would never do that. Um
2: I'm
4: trying to go. <laughs>
2: Finger
0: guns? <laughs> no. No, I would never do that to anybody. And nobody else out there, again, nobody else out there do that either. Because you never those know. Those are common clothing items. So yeah, don't do that. Alright. Unless anyway. you're into it. Yeah, unless you're into it. You don't know until you, you ask. That's yeah. true. You know? And I I guess I, I we were gonna wrap it up, but <laughs> yeah. but that brings up a good point. I mean, like I said, you don't know until you ask. Um I one more follow up question. What the hell? Do you ever feel awkward like if you see one of the signs but you don't know for sure but you decide to take the chance what goes through your head what's that like
2: panic (laughs) but then be brave and just do it i mean
3: there's always awkwardness because you're never 100 percent sure but
2: and you might not be their type so if you're not they'll just you know everyone's so nice in the lifestyle that they're just gonna like gently let you down so just go for it well yeah
1: you were saying when you guys do the house parties, do you have certain icebreakers that you do.
2: Naughty Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> Can you
1: explain that a little bit? I know you're explaining Oh,
2: yeah. It. I mean, um, people are going to be awkward, especially when they know that you're going to be having sex with someone new. Like, think about the first time you had sex. Like, it's always just going to be nerve-wracking. So we um, have played Naughty Jenga, and you pull a tile, and it says, go motorboat and somebody. Or... Um, take a naughty selfie, um, go make out in the closet for two minutes, and you get to choose someone to the right or left, and you switch it up, and it just breaks the ice, makes people more comfortable.
0: Yeah. Has there ever been a moment when you're out and about, you see one of the signs, and you go up and you approach somebody, and they just happen to be wearing a pineapple <laughs> shirt that day?
4: I've never I had that it. happen.
0: No. You're,
4: you got
3: lucky. You got lucky. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, we've never really had that situation come up yet.
3: That could get interesting. So, yeah, that would be.
2: Yeah, hopefully that never happens. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty laid back, though. So, we would just be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Run away. Sorry, I thought
3: (laughs) you were someone else. My bad. My bad.
0: We can never go to this restaurant again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Well, Greg and Marcia, thank you again. Thank you again for coming in and talking to us. Thank you.